Hello and welcome to the season finale of American Detour, the audio tour podcast hosted by me, Dondre Sullivan. And me, Gabriel schweppes Cladier. Today marks the conclusion of our incredible travel season, which we have conducted in what will go down as the greatest year for travel ever, 2020. Join Dondre Sullivan and Gabriel schweppes Cladier on an audio journey across America. This is American Detour. Bringing you guided tours of incredible locations with amazing guests along for the ride. You're listening to As we sit here at our gated LaGuardia Airport waiting for our flight home to our mega mansion in Kennebunkport, Maine, I'm struck by just how lucky we are to have the jobs we do. I mean, what an incredible year it's been, Gabriel. Yeah, it's been a great. It's been a solid <laughs> No complaints from me on 2020. It's been an amazing year. Absolutely. I mean, the things that we've seen, the people that we've been able to meet. I mean, the super spreader uh, events we've been to, the oh people we've seen, hugged, kissed, the new romantic partners we've met. Uh, oh, the experiences, the money we've made this year. <laughs> it's been amazing. Now, it's funny that you bring that up because I do. I've heard a lot of rumblings this year about it's sort of an economic downturn. People kind of been in a in a tough spot. I don't know what the and fuck they're talking about. It's I'm really killing hard it. for me to imagine. I'm killing it. I'm making more than ever, and I'm saying I'm unemployed too. So I'm getting the six hundred <laughs> a week. Plus, I'm be, I'm getting all this shit, and ve- people are just Venmoing me for the podcast. Hey, thank, love it. Thanks for the, you know whatever. Shoot me five hundo, and then I'm. <laughs> it's amazing. Plus, I'm on Robin Hood. I'm. <laughs> loading up i i shoved all my shit into uh apple in march and guess what mm. <laughs> they're doing great i mean they're killing that's it. only going up yeah it's only going up so well and i did the thing where in as in addition to the 600 that you get uh, a couple months later they're like well we'll give you an extra 300 a, a month if you can prove that you know you were laid off because of covid and i just lied <laughs> i completely lied and they gave it what to are me. they gonna I mean, who's here's the thing they're so busy they're, they're not they looking. No. And I cut out, I stopped buying coffee is the thing. I is stopped right? buying coffee. And that, I think, is probably the number one thing. That's really... Oh, that cuts that, completely out. So much, so many people will just complain about finances. And I say, do you, well, let me ask you this. How do you get your coffee How in the morning? How much are you spending on coffee? And they'll exactly. say, you know, star, well, maybe Starbucks every other day. And I said, wow. And don't come That's crying to me. Don't di- come crying to diagnosed. me. Diagnosed. <laughs> Problem diagnosed. <laughs> And now we can mm. solve it. But yeah, I mean, I agree. You know, in doing this podcast, Dondre, I'm sure you can agree. We've gotten so many great comments, compliments, thoughts. Oh, geez. People are saying you guys are like Rick Steves if he had a pair of balls. You yeah. Know, people are yep. saying, listening, you know, listening to American Detours, it's like I'm actually there. It's like I'm actually at these locations. I'm smelling the smells. I'm tasting the water. I'm wanting to leave after eight minutes because there's honestly not that much to look at. And it's, that's the experience that we wanted to bring everybody, you know? And so we really Absolutely. appreciate it. We really do. But something we have heard, a little piece of criticism, uh, is that people are saying, you know, I feel like I don't really know about you guys. 
They want right. to know about us. Right. They want to know who we are, how we got here, what makes us tick. And so... Which is... Understandable. Yeah. Totally. Totally. And completely flattering, which is what I'll say, because obviously we set out to, you know, give an experience to the people. And I mean, I'm just completely flattered that in doing so, mm-hmm. uh, apparently people just so interested in uh, the two of us. And know? it makes me feel good because it it confirms something that I set out to do, which was not expose even a little fucking bit of my personality to anybody. <laughs> I didn't want you guys to get a peek into me because I'm oh, afraid maybe you wouldn't like me. Completely. If you can see me, then you can reject me. And so I had to keep you at arm's length. But now... Classic defense mechanism. We're in LaGuardia, baby. It's romantic. Mm. We're here. We're at the Delta Terminal in this special mm. little room. Um, for people whose suitcases need further checking. And (laughs) we're just sitting here thinking how blessed we are and how amazing this all is. And so that's what this episode is going to be. This week, we're not going to have a guest. We're just going to be you and me and the listener and just kind of getting into who we are and us. We're going to decompress... We're going to decompress a little bit. We're going to, you know, after you travel for, uh, you know, you're exhausted. You need some time to rest, to decompress. So we're just going to chat a little bit. I am so damn um, tired after this season of, I mean, because we've been, exhausted. a lot of people have been confused about what the podcast is. And if we're really in those these locations, we always get at least one dipshit um, <laughs> <laughs> asking on social media every week. Wait, it's COVID. Did you seriously go to, uh, you know, Alcatraz? And I tell him, of course we did. Why wouldn't of we? Course. Why would we waste our time making that up? That's what we're trying to give you. And so I'm exhausted. I know we were talking about it. I spend most of my, I mean, I find myself for hours at a time, just sitting, sitting on the couch with one shoe off, one shoe on, my mouth wide open. (laughs) (laughs) And so I need this, you know, I kind of need an episode to just like, let's relax. Let's talk about us. Absolutely. Now, uh, Gabriel, when was the last time you were, uh, you were at LaGuardia? I know I'm, uh, you've got that passport punched fully. I mean, uh yeah well i yeah my so my passport has expired is what you're talking about that <laughs> yeah, was exactly. one of the problems that we had in getting on the flight so we, we missed three of our uh windows already but fourth flight is lined up passport's been figured yeah. out um good. because i stamp every every time i go on vacation i get it stamped um like in uh, polar <laughs> express with what lesson <laughs> that i learned from a place so for alcatraz <laughs> it was you know uh don't go to jail you know for right. um I don't even remember where else we went other than Alcatraz. That's the one that I've said <laughs> the most because it's the only one I can think of. But well, yeah. it completely ruins the passport uh, is, is the lesson here. And, uh, you know, last time I was fun at to do, La- but ultimately a problem. Last time I was at LaGuardia, I was um, fighting Mario Cuomo. Um, <laughs> uh, I w- yeah, it was, it's been a long time. I've been a JFK head for quite a while um, yeah, because I, I was banned that. from here. Um, for, yeah, again, getting right? in a fight with the former governor, Mario Cuomo. Great. You, now, you, you, I mean, you threw luggage at him, right? Well, yeah, I tried to shove him in some. I tried to... <laughs> my problem was... I mean, this was, the, this was the 80s, you know, and I was dead set on getting to Havana. And I... Um, yeah, Mario Cuomo, I saw him, and I, I don't know. I wasn't all there, is what I'll say, and I tried to get him into my little suitcase. He's a smaller guy. And right. um, tried to get him in my suitcase, got him all the way onto the plane, got him in the overhead compartment, got about 100 miles over the Atlantic, and the little guy bursted out of the suitcase, and he <laughs> climbed his way out, 
And, uh, well, he, he flipped the lid, you know, he flipped out. Of course, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's pre-9-11. You can't do that kind of stuff now. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah. these days you can't be... <laughs> these days you can't even shove a guy in a suitcase and smuggle <laughs> him on board. I mean... Ta- different times. Everything changed. Absolutely. Everything changed. How long have you been traveling, Dondre? Because we, we can, I guess we can kind of talk about our history and how we got to be travel experts. Totally, totally. Well, so I got into travel. Um, I worked on Wall Street and was one of those kind of guys that... Um, they uh, have some friends in film school and they quit uh, Wall Street and decide that it's time to make a documentary about living simply and just kind of driving around and how important that is. So I, I, I did that and yeah. uh, it kind of opened up my world, my eyes, uh, seeing, you know, maybe not everything's about uh, the trading room floor. And right. I felt that that journey for me was so important at 23 years old that I needed to make a documentary and everyone needed to see it. So. That's how I got uh, started in travel. and You bought your way uh, into Sundance, is that right? That's absolutely right. Yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, when you have the connections and a lot of money, it's we, we, we won the thing. Uh, I don't even remember what it's called. The Palm... Uh, Palm to Sundance. We, or, yeah, Sundance Award. Yeah. The number one in Sundance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They give you a little medal, right? They put it around your neck and they... They give, they, they give you a medal. And uh, you, you can tell when you're there, a lot of, a lot of artsy folks get... Uh, Look, you can you can see their pee. You feel because, their desperation, um, yeah. Oh, jeez, and it's just it's Sorry, a, unfortunate because not that's yeah, guess what? that's not what this is. <laughs> Listen, my story is real. The story I'm living is real. You made up some story about a I don't know, jeez, like a big house in Georgia. I mean, come on. Who cares? Who cares? Exactly. Well, I mean, so I got into travel young, real young, mm. and uh, you know, just started traveling around ran away from home just started traveling around um and then i you know i found my way into the documentary world and travel shows i was on a bunch of different discovery shows wicked tuna Mm. um Mm. nasty tuna i was on horny tuna i was on athletic (laughs) tuna you know all the different tuna shows i tried a bunch different shows reality shows and the network loved me you know um but there was one problem and that said i can't swim and i'm scared shitless of fish (laughs) And so, bam, they say, Gabriel, we're going to set you up with this guy. It's another young guy. He loves travel. And we're going to mm-hmm. see what happens. And that guy is Andre Sullivan sitting across mm-hmm. from right. me right here. And the That's first right. thing I thought, I'm going to say that I never told you this, but the first thing I thought oh, when, no. I saw you, when I saw you was, that's Gimli from Lord of the Rings. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even kidding. I was certain. I, my mind was blown. I was like, this is the dwarf man from Lord of the Rings. This is Gimli, son of Gloin. And he's here. And you and you were dressed. To my credit, you were dressed in plate armor. And I was. You do have long hair, long beard. And we've established that you're very short um, in previous episodes well, yes. and on the Instagram at American Detour Pod. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that's that makes sense. What I said makes sense. And um, Well, I think what you must have caught me, it was the day that Chipotle gave you a free burrito if you dressed up and put the tinfoil on. Mm-hmm. So that was what I was doing. And uh, I went with kind of a night look. And uh, but and listen, you, when, when you, you're right, you're right. I, I definitely look exactly What's like your order? Gimli. What's your order? Just be, three beans, right? Three scoop? Yeah, I put three beans, three, three beans, but then I get an extra tortilla. I get two tortillas because if three, three, three beans scoop of beans. spill, well, that'll get liquidy on you. Yeah, yeah it, you it, gotta I mean, get it an tends extra. to, it tends to. And they say, "Do you want it in a bowl?" And I'm like, "No, wrap it up like a burrito." And they're like, "This is just gonna spill out all over." Um, but I know what I want. You know what you want. Nobody can say you don't know what you want. Nobody Absolutely. I mean, when I my first impression of you, I remember is this is. Uh, 
like uh, a carnival person on stilts <laughs> at a at, at a Brazilian carnival because it uh, you just didn't physically make much sense right, to me. Right, right. Got those long legs. Completely they, long legs. They don't bend, baby. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> ah, yeah. Airport's great. They really fixed mm. this. Yeah, I think they did renovate it. Um, we got the ports now. You can charge the phone. You yeah. got a little station, which I think is important. Oh, yeah. I love when a guy's just standing there, and he's just standing over that thing the whole time. It's like, buddy, there was a time and a place to do that. I mean, you know. And also, <laughs> these, these, these things, they don't charge you all the way. They're going to get you maybe oh, no. 2% over an hour. And that's designed because they want you mm. around them. They want you standing there talking to people. And I'll have some of my best conversations at the Delta charging terminal. <laughs> and it's, cool. it's great because once you get somebody at a place where they don't want to talk to you and they are just <laughs> trying to be on their phone and maybe they're in an emergency, that's when you get the interesting <laughs> stuff out of them. And oh, that's, that's when, when people you learn open who up. they are. And that's when we Absolutely. lose the small talk. We can get into the deep stuff. You know, why are you the, upset with me? What's wrong? What's happening in your life? Who died? What's the emergency? The guard goes down at the Delta charging terminal. <laughs> I, I, find that, I find that actually to be the, the case at the, um, the little vending machines that sell electronics for $45. <laughs> that's where I will kind of wait up yep. and uh, yep. uh, people looking to buy Bose noise-canceling headphones. I'll, there's, two, I'll just... there's two types of people there. There's people who are going to hover around there and people who are in and out real quick. And the people who mm -hmm. hover... They're buying $45 knockoff iPhone headphones, and they got something to say. You know, they've got an interesting, you can get into what their life is, and you can really talk to them. Completely. The airport's completely. such a great place. It's such a great spot to observe. For a travel expert, it's such a great spot to mm. observe humanity, you know? Mm. And, um, yeah, it's just, it's an amazing place. It's an amazing well, place. Well, I mean, f for you, being so tuna-centric, I, I feel like, you did such a hard pivot from marine life to, to, to human life. And I know you're a person, you've dealt with people before, but, I mean, was it jarring in any way to just go from such a tuna day-to-day -to, -day to, you know, learning about the people? Oh, yeah. I mean, it was, um, there was a big learning curve for me, for sure. I mean, yeah, I was on every tuna show that ever happened, and I was on River Monsters for a little while, and I was so... I mean, the first couple of years of us doing this, when it was just VHS tapes and the little yellow books you buy at the airport, um, you'll know. I tried to wrestle quite a f lot of people. I tried to wrap them up like you would. That's what, but that's what I knew. You thought you know, they I'd throw a net it, yeah. over somebody when we were interviewing them, or um, I'd hook someone in the mouth with my finger, or try to pick <laughs> them up at like the under, right under their jaw. Just kind of right. lift them up like that, and, and I'd tell you, and I'd right. be telling you, take a picture, get a picture, and you know you'd have to talk me down, and <laughs> right, yeah, that was quite a while. But now I can tell who's a who's a person and who's a fish. Now I'm pretty good at that. <laughs> <laughs> I got a lot better at that. If there's one thing that I've learned definitely through this season that I've absolutely been able to establish, <laughs> it's who's a person and who's a fish. Well, I remember when we were at Georgia Aquarium, I was kind of looking one. at you the whole time, that just really looking. That was one. That is exactly. That's one place we went. Um, I, I was really keeping my eye on you the whole time, and I was really, really impressed with how well you handled everything. Thank you. Thank you. Now, um, you know, uh, we're going to spend, you know, obviously a lot of people tend to vacation in the summer, but uh, our work, uh, our traveling, our recording, our talking to the people, going to the places... You know, we tend to do it in the good months, so our vacations, um, you know, we end up vacationing in the winter. So uh, right. 
I mean, Gabriel, what do you tend to do to, to unwind during your vacation time? Absolutely, 100%. I'm going to Disney World, and I am getting <laughs> myself... I am spending every single fucking cent I made this year on all park passes for eight weeks straight. I mean, that's Good like $207, I think. Good and I'm just... You. Every day I'm hitting that... Epi in the morning, <laughs> Magi in the afternoon, Annie Animal Kingdom in the evening, and then Hollywood Studios to wrap it up for Fantasia. And because I, t- I tell you this, if you don't know what, fa- what is it, Fantasmic or Fanta- Fantasmo, whatever that is. Yeah, Fantasmo. There's a big display, and Mickey and all the good guys fight all the mm-hmm. evil guys over a big, over a fake lake. And there's fireworks and everything explodes and the good guys beat a snake and it's the devil or something. And the good guys win and Mickey wins. <laughs> but one night every five years, the bad guys win. And the bad guys beat Mickey and they parade his body along in the electric light parade. They parade his body all through the park. And I've heard about, the, read, I've read about this on the blogs. I've read about this on everything. And so I just, I just go there and I go there every night for weeks and weeks and weeks just because I'm going to catch it. You know, I gotta see. I gotta see it happen. Oh man, can you imagine being there for that? I mean, the payoff for how much time you put in there it's to finally see it. But yeah, it's just me. I send the family to the <laughs> wife's family's house, and everyone. They all. I don't even know what the hell they do, but I, but I go to Disney World and I just post up at these parks, and you know, I do the character breakfast in the morning, and oh boy, I get burnt as hell. Whew! I mean, I get I get burnt up. And um, always need to detox after because I only eat the Dole Whips and I only eat the little Mickey ice creams. <laughs> I won't touch anything else. And uh, But that's my me time. That's my me time. What do you do? Completely. Well, so for me, I go completely uh, fucking crazy. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I, I like to just, I, I, I like to shack up, um, kind of like... Um, Daniel Plainview at the end of <laughs> There Will Be Blood. Right. I had just have a shotgun and I, I shoot stuff that's in my house. <laughs> and um, no, no one knows I'm up there. And I, I make it very clear if the mailman or anyone tries to say anything to me, I'm like, I need to get away. I, I, I'm a real hot or cold. You do like, a, a, lot you of do t- like a violent Walden, right? You'll just put, exactly. just put yourself in nature, um, not for the effort of observing it and, you know, kind of transcending the ego but but instead for just killing as much shit that you see as possible just kind of going on a gta kill streak getting five stars <laughs> in the woods if you will you know absolutely absolutely so in my head i need to kind of purge you know like mm-hmm. uh there's this ton of time spent kind of cognizant kind of with it kind of interacting with a bunch of different people uh i need my time to completely absolutely lose it and just um become unhinged and dangerous um, so I, 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 I do that for three months or so. Uh, I order Instacart before it even starts. I just bulk up on food. Um, and then, yeah, I really become untethered mentally. Yeah, Instacart is great. Oh, my God. Well, Dondry, uh, something that we've done over the course of the whole season I never talked about on social media or on the podcast is, is that we've been collecting uh, questions from the audience. Totally. And so our listeners have been sending us in questions, and we get the same ones quite a bit. And we figured, why not run through some of those, right? And just give people, if people want to know us, guess what? I mean, the questions that you ask, we can give, we can give you the answers right now. Mm-hmm. So, should we, yeah, let's open up the old bag. Let's dive right in. So these are some of the uh, questions we get from our listeners. 
Okay, this one is from Diane Oz. Uh, she asks, how much money do you make? Hmm. Okay, that's it? That's the whole... Does she say anything, yeah, that, anything that's about it. how she I likes do... the show? Or just how... It's just a little mm. piece... Oh, nope, this is just at no. the back of a... Looks like she painted over a page of a magazine and just, <laughs> and just has left the letters that say, how much money do you make exposed? I do think we indicated on the website that these were for travel questions. Um, I could check again. I don't think uh, we duffed that. But um, yeah, how much money do you make was, is her question. Income, I'm, I'm on paper at zero. Um, and that's, a tax, <laughs> that's for tax reasons. I don't feel comfortable telling you what the real number is, but let's just say uh, there's a lot of zeros in it. <laughs> there's a lot of them. If you oh, once boy. you see zero, you're on the right track. Just add about five of them. <laughs> <laughs> and as for me, I mean, publicly, my story is out there as kind of someone who's given up a very rich life. But the tricky thing about that is, once you do that, no one can really keep tabs on you after the fact. Mm -hmm. So. Uh, Listen, I still have plenty of money. Maybe a little of marginal uh, less than I did, but um, I mean, there's no argument that could be made that I am not extremely exorbitantly wealthy. Exactly, exactly. Okay, this one is from Mike T. in Brooklyn. Um, let's see. What do you want to happen to you when you die? Huh. Wow. Okay. Did it say, can you we check the website just to see if it does say? Is there not a back travel? to that? Can you flip that? There's that. There's that. I don't touch the, the website. Full... I don't know any of that shit. I mean, that's I, Josh. Yeah, that's I... Josh. We have an yeah, assistant named jo Josh that we've never even addressed. We don't even pay him the respect <laughs> of ever once address, addressing him. <clears throat> I'm, I'm gonna text him and just see if there's anything uh, well, fishy on the site. Okay. In the meantime, I can. Uh, I don't want to be. A lot of people want to be cremated. I don't want to be burned up. I don't want to be burned up mm. or anything. I don't. I want open casket, and I want to look good. <laughs> I want to be looking. <laughs> I want to be looking like a glazed donut is what I sh shiny as shit. And I want to be wearing uh, like Harry Styles outfits from the magazines. I want to be looking absolutely on the cutting edge of fashion. Gordon Gecko suspenders, Pride and Prejudice dress, ten gallon black cowboy hat. I mean the biggest GD Osiris skate shoes you can find. And I'm when open casket. Sometimes they just go chest up, like it's some like it's a headshot. No full body oh, open gotta casket. Have the full thing. Standing up full like thing. a vampire, like a. I want it propped <laughs> open. I want you to be able to come up and see that I'm taller than you. How about you? What do you oh. want to happen? Oh, well, my greatest hope is that I become fossil fuel. Um, <laughs> so I hope to be deep in there, and uh, someone use my bodies in a couple thousand years, and I can maybe power their car. Or, mm -hmm. Um, I just want to, I want to become coal. So, um, I feel like my whole, my whole journey has been kind of leading to that. I, I just want to, I just want to, you know, be bottled up and make a cargo. You were actually involved in the BP oil spill and you made some headlines <laughs> because you were one of the duckies. People thought you were a little ducky and they started watching you off with the dawn and you started screaming. Yeah. You said, get the hell off me. I don't want you cleaning me up. And, uh, you tried to stay there in the oil. Well, but that's, that's not the thing how is, it works. You don't become oil by being coated in it. Well, I learned that obviously through yeah. that experience, and people are clean. I, I think I'm hairy and small, so people thought I was I fit in with the duckies. But I am a man. Um, but yeah, that was that was an unfortunate incident, and um, so now I just I know if I'm going to become a fossil fuel, I have to wait until afterlife. Yeah. Um, okay. Let's see. Um, oh, first time listener here, uh, Warner Kim. 
Uh, Warner asks, hey, Warner. what are your children's names and hobbies? <laughs> okay. <clears throat> children's names and hobbies. That is an extremely strange question. Uh, okay, well, Austin, I got Austin. He's my oldest. He mm -hmm. loves Nerf. Um, <laughs> Kaylin, um, her hobby is CDs. <laughs> I'm burning them, listening to them, collecting them. She loves see The girl loves CDs. And um, Tuck uh, is obsessed, absolutely obsessed. Just can't get this kid away from... Uh, the dirty jobs guy. Um, he is, and he's he's 20, so now it's getting to a place where, you know, he's got to kind of figure his shit out with this because I do think that some negative attention is getting on. It's almost getting to a stalk vibe. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? There has been some court stuff that I've gotten him out of just because of being a celebrity, but he is just head over heels. Um, I don't know if he likes him or hates him or what, but there is an obsession with the dirty jobs man. Um, from I remember early on uh, us being at a conference where he was at and uh, remember the grief that he was putting you through the week leading up to it about you know you gotta you gotta don't let get him Tuck to sign. come don't let yeah. Tuck oh you were talking about my son talking to me yes yes yes, yes oh yeah exactly. well in the same way the dirty jobs guy was also talking to me <laughs> and he was like don't bring that kid he weirds me out yeah he knew <laughs> I don't want to see him anymore he just why do you always leave and then you just leave him with me the whole day and yeah. Oh man, good kids though. Good kids. Great kids. Great kids. Oh jeez. And your son loves bugs. <laughs> he loves bugs. Uh, he's a big bug guy. Um, also, apparently, loves bullying. I think he loves being bullied because he's always doing that uh, every day. He's out with the bugs, and I th I'd say he spends equal he amount of time with the bugs. He's a big bully. As... Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's. Oh no, he loves getting bullied. Oh, is I'm what sorry. I mean. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, no, sorry for uh, phrasing that incorrectly, but no, yeah, he spends as much time with those bugs as he does getting the shit kicked out of him. <laughs> I um, was talking. I think I was talking about your other boy who loves to bully. He's a big bully. Yes, he's, a yes. Well, he's that, good at it. It works. Oh man, it works out great because they have each other. So <laughs> that got uh, you that know, classic uh, brother simpatico they got relationship. That thing, so you know, he loves to bully. He loves getting bullied, mm. and so together, it's really just. Um, I mean, it's fun in our house. It's fun. Yeah. I was doing an online course, just online learning during COVID, and your son bullied me off of online school. And I thought that was ironic because usually when you get bullied in school, you go to online school because mm -hmm. the principal just doesn't want to deal with it. But your boy is so damn good. I mean, he was doxing me. He was sending me the ddos whatever that is you know he's uh -huh. just filling my pages up with shit and um, i'll tell you kid I think this generation is, really is good. so good with technology because mm -hmm. i mean zoom's been around for what who knows how long and he has mastered that thing because he can uh zoom he can hack into your thing and oh, he yeah. can really hurt your feelings oh yeah and even just with just with the little uh, Zoom emojis that you can send, just the little happy face or the, <laughs> that's all it takes. It's just you can. I think you can what send a clap, and I mean he'll send you a clap, and you just know this means oh, that geez. I suck. This means this is some negative comment about my body, and I don't even know what it is. But <sighs> I mean that boy is headed places. Uh, I think he's just got a. He he really hurts my feelings a lot. <laughs> yeah, he's the best. <laughs> Uh, okay, here we have one. Uh, Peter Thiel writes, not a question, just a comment. Love the show, you guys. Uh, always listen on my 
helicopter ride, the weird mic sounds, little audio issues you guys have, don't bug me at all. It is humanizing. Thanks for all you do. Ah, that's sweet. Yeah, we get some that comments is... about the mics and about the audio, but overwhelmingly people say that they like it. Um, I mean, that's the number one thing. <laughs> I get if somebody's going to comment on the audio on our <laughs> podcast, it's to say it's a just an out of the blue kind <laughs> thing that's saying I like the audio, and that's always nice to hear. So thank you. Yeah, that's not even. Thank a question, you so much. Thank you so much for that. We put a, we do we put the that. minimum amount of effort into figuring out how this whole thing works, <laughs> and um, typically we're just slamming it together last minute because we realize that Thursday's coming up. And uh, so we, we appreciate, we, we, like, we feel seen in that you see us. Absolutely. Now, Gabriel, it does look like we're getting called up uh, Group C. It seems to be boarding. It looks like we might have time for one more FAQ if you'd like to hit it. Um, oh, sure, sure. Well, this one is, a vo this one is actually a voicemail. Um, so I get, we, did get, we did have a little voicemail line. It is, full, it is a lot of your son just calling us names, but we've also got this <laughs> one on do here, that, so yeah. I'll just press play on this. Great. Hey, Gabriel. Hey, Dondre. Mark here. Pittsburgh. Ah, <clears throat> Say, well, I'm just wondering, uh, what religion do you think is the most wrong? <laughs> love the show. Love the guests. Love the places. You've inspired me. I've been traveling like hell during COVID because of you guys. All right. I got to keep operating this crane. <laughs> I operate a crane on a casino on top of a casino. Whoa! And we actually cut it. We cut it off there. The, the voicemail does go on for another 35 minutes. Um, and it is mostly falling. I think he's falling <laughs> there at the end. But, uh. Religion the most wrong? Um, I didn't even know we had a also the website. Do we have a voicemail feature on the site? Because we got a call. Well, he found I'm my just... number. I know that. <laughs> he's, Jeez, he's called right. and asked the yeah. same question quite a few times. Um, Jeez, okay. I'm going to say Baptists. I'm going to say Baptists. <laughs> I don't like to answer the question, but I'm going to say Baptist. I know that there's probably going to be, you know, that's something you could rile people up with. But yeah, Baptists for me. Yeah, and I can't fucking stand Presbyterians. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, I, I'd, I'd rather like, they, you know what they weren't around. I feel like we didn't even get a travel question here, and I feel I'm starting no. to feel like they are kind of waving at us. <clears throat> Looks like they want the um, the drug dog to give us another sniff up down. <laughs> um, so I'll tell you what, let's just scrap it. Let's scrap, scrap the it. Josh. Don't don't even put this one out. We'll just make a post that says we're not. We're done with the season. Um, so just, Josh, I'm begging you, man. I know we haven't done you any favors this year. And um, do us a favor and just scrap this part, okay? Don't talk on mic. Yeah. Just nod. Josh, just nod or yes or no. Okay, thank it's you. All, Jesus okay. Christ. Thank you. Jeez, God. <laughs> Pulling teeth getting this idiot to talk. This concludes our season of American Detour. Thank you so much for sharing this adventure with us. If you never rated or subscribed to this podcast, you really fucked us. <laughs> you, you, you screwed us. Oh my you God! Do really, you know what really we could did. have gotten if you had just rated <laughs> and reviewed? We were on a precipice. We were on the edge. We were on the edge. God. This has been American Detour. <laughs> <laughs>